We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation Thursday night. Knicks, special edition of Knicks Fan TV Live, presented by Manscaped. See Peter Franchise here. If you're a diehard Knicks fan who loves to talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post-game live analysis featuring live callers, smash that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. It's the number one show for the fans by the fans. Knicks Fan TV, the best or nothing. And hey, man, solo dolo, quick show tonight. But we got to talk because the trade winds are blowing. Rumors flying around all day today. And I did hear from the plug, so we got to talk about it. Definitely got to talk about it. Lock in. Knicks Fan TV Live presented by Manscaped. We are here. 23 and 26, man. This team is faltering and they are fading fast. Blowout loss last night to the Miami Heat. Julius Randle ducking the media once again. It's only going to get worse, man. Battle against the world champs tomorrow night. And then two at home before a long West Coast trip. So let's get into it. Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to the mods. Wow. So after last night's embarrassment... We did find out, again, Julius Randle ducked out on the media. And, uh, you know, you, you just wonder where his head is right now because his leadership is, is on display, and, and quite frankly, there is none. So he had a lot of frustrated fans last night, obviously, as, as a result of the loss. You, you guys had tapped into last night's show. It, it was a very charged-up show, no doubt about it, man. But nevertheless, today you wake up, and the trade winds are swirling. And one of the things we find out right off the bat is that Julius is on the trading block. Julius Randle is on the trading block. Let's hear uh, what Ian Begley had to say. This is courtesy of SNY about uh, what's going on right now and, and the future of Julius Randle. We mentioned it back in late December that some players felt that in the wake of the Kemba Walker decision, decision to bench Kemba Walker, that, you know, not all players were being held to the same standard by the coaching staff. And, you know, that that remained. And there had been some other issues where the players and coaches, you know, there wasn't the same. Ke-
chemistry. There wasn't the same connectivity between players and coaches uh, at that point and beyond that you saw last year. So I think this happens when you lose in the NBA, when you don't, uh, you know, reach expectations in the NBA, but it, it's noteworthy because Tom Thibodeau coach of the year last year. So, you know, you would think there would be buy-in, but it seems like at, at least recently there hadn't been a hundred percent buy-in between all the players and the coaching staff. All right. Well, bright spot has been RJ Barrett as he's led the starters again with 17 points against the heat. But do you see a way the team can fix this current situation as the deadline approaches? You know, there are moves that they can make. There are players that are going to be out there for the taking. You know, Miles Turner, uh, Indiana big man who's hurt right now is one of them. Uh, a lot of rumors about the Sacramento point guards, De'Aaron Fox in particular. So there are going to be options there. It just depends on what the Knicks are willing to give up. I would assume that uh, most of the rosters on the table, it's worth noting that uh, one team in touch with member of the Knicks recently came away with the impression that Julius Randle would be available for the right return, which shouldn't be a surprise because, you know, this team needs to upgrade its roster in any way they can if they want to salvage this season. Julius on the block for the right price. I don't know if they're going to sell low, but according to Ian Begley, Julius Randle is on the block. And, and you also heard him say that, you know, there's been some dissension in the locker room. Well, some players not happy about the lack of accountability uh, that's, you know, not equal across the team. Obviously, they, they jettisoned Kemba to the bench early within eight, the first 18 games. You see how Tibbs treats the rookies, quick hooks, quick hooks for Obi. Yet you have a guy, i.e. Julius Randle, who's out there able to turn the ball over, not hustle, be lackadaisical on defense, complaining to the referees, and he gets carte blanche. So there that is. For the right price, Julius is on the block. And so to be quite honest with you, I heard this about two weeks ago. A good friend of mine, somebody close to the situation, had let me know that, yeah, they they do have, uh, they did put Julius's name out there. Let's see what happens. You know, let's see what happens. The whole Julius thing has been, it's been an interesting conundrum for this front office. Because as I said, when they got here, I was told by the plug that they were looking to trade him. I told you about the Conley rumors two years ago. The healed rumors, there was interest there from Sacramento. And now we're hearing it again. His name is out there. The plug hit me up today and said, don't be surprised if he's traded by the deadline or the summertime. So there that is. There it is. Which makes that deal that they gave him that much more important. Because they didn't end up signing him to that full max deal. They wanted to get him in here on a a team-friendly contract. The struggles right now, it's, it's immense, man. You know, the, we, we did fear coming into this season that there would be an, a, a, a regression from last year. It was natural to think that. But this has been, he, he's fallen off a cliff. He's absolutely fallen off a cliff. And it's not just the numbers. I mean, numbers across the board. He's shooting putrid numbers from three, putrid from the mid-range. He's nowhere near the guy who he was last year. And last year, he had one game where he hit single digits. This year, he's hit six, six times. He's hit single digits in the game. This is a guy that you're relying on to help you win games. There's a lot of reasons why this Nick team is sitting at 23 and 26. Consistency is one of them. But if he's going to be one of your guys that has consistency issues, forget about it. You're hustling backwards now. You're hustling backwards. And even though he didn't meet with the media yesterday after the Heat game, he did speak to to Roz Gold during the game. You know, she was there at at the game for ESPN. Here's what uh, what she got out of Julius. Spoke to Julius Randle. How was he feeling about his responsibility as a leader of this team? 
Yeah, I was on the sidelines for the game last night and I asked Julius Randle, what is his responsibility? He said what the Knicks need from him right now is consistent leadership. And he admitted it's been a tough season. He said he's had good days. He's had bad days. He's actually been leaning on Derrick Rose. And he said Derrick's his OG because Derek, you know, gets that credibility and respect and trust because Derek, he said, has been through things that he's going through now. And the advice that Derek is giving Julius Randle is to stay even keel, not get too high, not get too low, especially in cities that are just hungry. There's a lot of expectations and pressure. Now, Julius shared with me this task right here is far more mental and emotional than it is physical for him. But he's committed. He's challenging himself to be an even keel, steady leader that the Knicks need. And he said he's try he has to take it day by day. It's a one day at a time challenge for him. But I just want to point out, this is not just a Julius. All right, that's enough out of Ross. So, yo, it's a, it's a huge mental hurdle that this guy's going through right now. And, and it's just not good, man. You can see it. He's melting. He's, he's melting under the pressure. He's making, you know, one of the things last year that I gave him a lot of credit for in a year-over-year comparison was that he was just making way better decisions with the ball. Way better decisions with the rock. This year, he's back to who he was. He's holding on to the ball. He's not making good reads out of the double. Making terrible turnovers. You know, not all, not all turnovers are bad. But in his case, they're pretty damn bad. And then, you know, even in the Miami game, man, I mean, this you, you see, if you look at the film, there's, there's moments early in the first quarter where this guy's just completely checked out and not even hustling to run guys off the three-point line. Lead at a team. You can't do that, man. You just can't win that way. And as Roz said, he's leaning on Derrick Rose for his leadership, and this team misses Derrick Rose in the worst way. We miss his scoring ability, his ability to get to the basket, a primetime player who can play on the pressure, understands the demands of being a guy on this team, and a guy that could take a lot of pressure all for Julius. This is why the Derrick Rose trade was so key for us last year in, in terms of how we finished the season because he he was that guy that could really be a, a, a Robin to, to Julius' Batman or even at times a Batman. You know, Rose was big for us. And so his loss, I think, has impacted Julius. I think it's impacted Burks. I think it's impacted IQ, that second unit, OB as well. I think the Rose injury uh, was big, was, was very big. So, as Roz said, Julius is out there <laughs> leaning on D. Rose's leadership to figure things out. Because this thing is is uh this thing is just is is just bad. It's just a bad look right now. Speaking of D. Rose, he was in Miami yesterday getting some shots up. Didn't really look like he was putting too too much pressure on the ankle. Looked more like, you know, more stationary shots. So not clear on how long it's going to be until he returns. But D. Rose was in the 305 getting some shots up. I had like five Knicks fans that was in the 305 sent me this footage So from different angles. So definitely appreciate everybody who's contributing. The Road Warriors, man. If you guys are Knicks fans at these games, send us some footage, man. Tag us in IG. Tag us in your IG stories. And we'll, we'll give you guys free credit for it. So that was the news on Julius. Then on ESPN, you had Brian Windhorse speaking on uh, what he's hearing on, on the trade deadline. Fournier, Alec Burks, guys like this, and there's a reason for it. Uh, they traded for Cam Reddish two weeks ago. Leon Rose, get back you have to... Yeah, Malika, so in conversations this week with teams, the Knicks have expressed a willingness to trade some of their veteran players. That includes Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier, Alec Burks, guys like this, and there's a reason for it. Uh, they traded for Cam Reddish two weeks ago, and he is not getting minutes in the rotation from Tom Thibodeau. And Derrick Rose is expected to come back from um, uh, uh, injury very soon here. It's just too crowded, and they're not playing well with what they have, and so they're willing to change that mix, and they have related that 
Um, Tibbs has only played Reddish a total of 15 minutes so mm. far, Malika, and 10 of them were last night, most of them in garbage time uh, against the Heat in a game that was out of hand. Um, obviously, the Knicks traded for him. They'd like to see him play. Yeah, and so let's look. All right, so something we already knew, obviously, with the Reddish deal being made, the Knicks trading a first-round pick for Cam Reddish. There, there's a glut. There's a glut at the wing position. You know, uh, I mean, there's a glut all over the roster right now, so... Who, who could be dealt? We'll see what happens. Can, can they find a home for Kemba? Will it be Burks? Will it be Fournier? Somebody's got to go so that Cam Reddish, they can see, you know, that investment through and see what he's got. So keep your eye out on that. Personally, of those three guys, I would keep Fournier. As I said, I would keep Fournier, put him on the bench, move Grimes up to the starting spot and then move Cam into the rotation. I would try to trade Kemba. I don't know if you can, and I would trade Burks. Burks Hive, you know you know I'm Burks Hive. I would trade him. I, w- I would definitely trade Burks. So let's see what happens there. February 10th is the trade deadline. Let's see what happens there. I'm going to be making some calls, man. We're going to have a big show during the trade deadline as well. So definitely stay tuned for that. So we'll see, man. Seems like uh, the Knicks will be making moves, but it to me, you know, what moves they make really depends on whose vision is running this thing. Are they go? Because when the front office brought in Reddish, to me, it it's it signaled that they still have their eye on the big picture. Yes, they brought in the veterans to try to make the playoffs and capitalize on what they did last year, but they're still in talent acquisition mode. They're still trying to go young and see if they can catch lightning in a bottle. Then you have Tibbs, who clearly wants more players that are ready to play now, that can compete right now, and that can quote-unquote help him win. So what will that mean for them at the deadline? Because in my opinion, going after more vets, going the Tibbs way, you're just slapping lipstick on a pig. I, I don't see the purpose in that. I don't think this team, if Julius can't get his his head right, there's no purpose in going after Eric Gordon. I like Gordon, but there's no purpose in going after a Miles Turner or, or you know vets like that. You, you're just slapping lipstick on a pig. To me, you've got to go with players with young upside. Now, will it be a Brunson? You know, people, uh, Jake Fisher of, of Bleacher Report, he says the Knicks are heavily interested in one Jalen Brunson. My question is, are the Mavs motivated to trade Jalen Brunson right now? They just lost Tim Hardaway Jr. potentially to a season-ending foot injury. And Jalen Brunson is beasting right now. Just came out of Portland last night with a 20-11 and 11 game, no turnovers. Mavs sitting in the fifth in the West, trying to compete. I don't see the Mavs' motivation to deal this guy for, for other parts who may or may not fit. You already know this guy has chemistry with the team. His chemistry with Luka Doncic, and his stock is continuing to rise. I don't see how they, they, they'd be so motivated to deal him unless they get blown away by something. I don't know. I, I, I just don't see it. To me, if you're going to get Jalen Brunson, you, you get him in the summertime on a sign-and-trade He'll have more options that way rather than being able to just sign as a free agent. Some teams may not have the cap to bring him in. At least with the sign and trade, you help him get his money. You help Dallas get some some pieces back. But I, I just don't know how the Mavs would be so motivated to let him go. There's a lot that you got to like about him. Yeah, he's a smaller guard, but he's a guy that gets you to the rim as Tibbs likes to, to those downhill point guards, and he's finishing very well, man. Leading the league in drives per game and finishing 58% off of those drives. As I said last night, 20 points, 11 assists, zero turnovers for Jalen Brunson. JG in the chat said off the bench only. Yeah, and that's another thing. It's like with, with Brunson, you know, do you trust him to be a full-time point guard on this team? That's the other thing. Do you trust Jalen Brunson to be a full-time point guard on this team? 
If you guys want to call me on the Discord, I'll take a couple of calls on the Discord. But for those of you that want to really get in on the trade talk, we'll we'll host a full show tomorrow night on the West Coast Watch Along, Knicks versus Bucks, and, and we'll take a ton of calls. But I'll take a couple on the Discord before I wrap up because at, at 10.30, I got to go um, do a podcast with my guy John Schmelk of WFAN. So you got Brunson. How about De'Aaron Fox? Are there any De'Aaron Fox fans in the building? Constantly hearing his name. The Kings also have, have a glut at the, at, the, at the point guard position, at the guard rotation. They have him. They just drafted Davion Mitchell. The year before that, they drafted Tyrese Halliburton. They signed Fox to a mega deal. He's making over $30 million over the next few years, and that's continuing to go up. Are there any De'Aaron Fox fans in the building? You know, there's things that you like about him. There's things that are dreadful, including the shooting. One thing you like, again, another downhill point guard that's going to get you to the rim. A couple things you don't like. He hasn't made Sacramento any better since he's got there. And the shooting numbers aren't all that great. If I'm going to get Fox, Julius has to be in that deal because you can't, I can't have Fox, Julius making all that money and then sucking the air out of the room and, and, and no room for RJ to get the rock to do what he does. I'm factoring all that into consideration, taking all that into consideration. People in the chat like Halliburton, I, I, think, I think Fox would be the most likely to go of the two. I think Fox would be the most likely to go of the two. So, somebody in the chat says, who do I want? I want to be selling. I want to be selling. Because for me, as I said, I'm not trying to slap lipstick on a pig. I either need a clear-cut upgrade at the point, or I'm trying to be selling for future assets, reclamation projects, so on and so forth. I'm not trying to throw lipstick on the pig. The Julius experiment right now isn't working. And for me to go out and get a Turner, a Gordon, to me, that's just moving us further and further into being average. And of the names that that we hear that's on the block, I'm really not impressed with any of these names, to be quite honest with you. JG says, bring on the tank. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready to, to, to take my dust off the camos out of the closet. That's where I'm at, because after next week, we're we going to be there. We're going to be there. Get your fatigues ready, because after next week, it's going to get bloody. KC in the chat says he wants a bonus in Levert. You trading Randall? You trading Randall brings a bonus in here? I'm really not all that impressed, to be honest. CK2K hairstylist. So we got CP's Manscaped Razor. Go to manscaped.com and a promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. And we got CK's uh, hairstylist. How do you get on the Discord? Uh, TM or any of my mods in the chat. Just throw them the link to the Discord. And we'll get in there. 1975 Jam Rock says DeJounte Murray. I don't think DeJounte Murray's available. Show me the report that said DeJounte Murray is available. I can't see it. Why would the Spurs make a young stud point guard like that available when they themselves are trying to build a team? I don't see it. (laughs) Somebody said getting ready for Corey to come on the show. Yeah, shout out No Ceilings uh, podcast, man. Check out Corey and the No Ceilings podcast. Those guys are building something real nice over there as the NBA draft is concerned. They're doing round-the-clock, all-year-round NBA draft coverage. They're going to these games, to the college games. There's something new to the landscape, man. So shout out Corey, my guy Alex Amarante, and the whole team over there at, uh, at No Ceilings. Kung Fu Q says, yeah, we're live. Yes, sir, we live. Live and direct. Big Reaper says, $10 Super Chat says, once Rose comes back, Coach is going to make him play to 40 minutes again. That's another thing. Once Rose comes back, how much 
is he going to be able to put on that ankle? How much load is he going to be able to put on that ankle? That's going to be left to be seen. I would have to think they're going to go slow with that. King Mad Fight Out Super Chat said this yesterday. I'll say it again. We need a defensive-minded guard first. Our team defense is horrible. Fox would kill our defense even more. That's another thing I'm, I'm not too crazy about uh, with the Aaron Fox. Perimeter defense. But you put him out there next to Grimes, you get a little bit of balance there. Everybody on the team is not going to be a lockdown defender. You know, you, you hope his team defense is proved. Maybe he gets in with Tibbs, learns a thing or two, gets held accountable. Who knows? I don't know. But that's one thing he's certainly concerned about. Uh, who's free? Hashtag free Obi says Fournier, Burks, Kemba for Rubio, Sexton, Clear Rasta space, cap space. Rubio retires. Rich Simmons, anybody I like, I think that can be had. Hey, if Brogdon could prove to be a healthy guy, that would be my guy. You know, I've been a big Malcolm Brogdon fan for since the beginning of time. Pacers don't seem to even, they don't, you don't even hear his name in the trade rumors. It's all Sabonis, Levert, Turner. That's all. You don't hear a peep about Mal- Malcolm Brogdon right now. If this team was playing any better, if this team gave you some signs of life, I would look at Eric Gordon. As a, as a stopgap option at the point. It gives you defense, gives you three-point shooting, can attack the rim, savvy veteran. I would look at that, but this team, this team is just not it this year. Uh, you know, to me, again, that's just lipstick on a pig. He's just lipstick on a pig. So... Uh, I'm not so high on on uh, on on Gordon just based on how this team is playing. We got Nate from Rochester on the Discord, and that's right, Brockton can't be traded this year, so that's a fact. Uh, Nate from Rochester, Nate, if you're on the Discord, go ahead and unmute your mic, bro. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you got me, you got me? Yep, loud and clear. Uh, all right. All right. Um, I guess what I say, if we're addressing the point guard position right now, mm-hmm. I think Sexton is something interesting to like look at, mainly because I think like 
you know, like he's coming off the injury, which is kind of worrisome. But I think with that, you can get him at a lower price. As like Colin Sexton has his issues, but it's like, you know, like I really don't think we're in a position to be like, you know, like bargaining for, like we just need better talent on the team. You know what I mean? You better younger talent. So I think you would just take whoever you can get. Like unless you're going through the draft. But it's like it's really just kind of a tough spot to be in right now, you know, as far as like the point guard position goes. Because it seems like every other team in the league is set at that, except for us, you know. But it's like Yeah. Yeah. Um other than that, it's like I think if we are gonna make a move, it should be to blow up the team because Sell, man. So you know, I, I I was of the opinion that like we just gotta commit to a direction. Like if you want to compete, like compete, go for the good guys. But yeah. we're since Randall can't get right, that's never going to happen at this point. And, like, the season is going to get tougher. You know, the East is a lot better now, which I think we didn't account for. Like, I don't even think we got that much worse this year. I just think the East got so much better. Like, there's so much more better teams now. So, I was yeah. like, at this point, we just got to, like, kind of just throw everything away and just, you know, just reset, I guess. Which kind of sucks because, like, the playoffs were fun last year. But Yeah, it, it was. It is at this point. It was. But the, the one thing, though, Nate, is, like, we're not great at anything this year. You know what I'm saying? We are average to terrible across the board. Only thing where we're the top of the leagues is uh, offensive rebounding percentage, defensive rebounding percentage, and points in the paint, opponents' points in the paint. Everything yeah. else, we're either average or terrible. Last year, at least, you could count on their defense every night. They played together. The chemistry was on point. Julius was making better decisions. And he had more consistency at, 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 on, at the wing in terms of your shooting. It, that, that's all fair. And see, the, the thing is, is that I'm not opposed to blowing up, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, I was like, I know, I know a couple of weeks ago, I called in saying, like, you know, we should probably trade Obi. And it's like, I still stand by that opinion mm-hmm. based on what we're at that point in the season. But the thing is, like, when I look at our young guys, right, and like, I don't want to, like, bash them or anything, but, mm-hmm. like, you look around the league, you see where Cleveland is, you see where, where uh, Charlotte is, you see where uh, even, like, the Boston Celtics are. Like, even mm-hmm. though, like, they've had a rough season, they still have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, which is markedly better than any player on this yeah. team, not even including our young guys. So it's like, well, if we go to blow it up route, it's like... It's like, I like what I've seen from RJ this season. Do I think he's going to match the levels of, like, you know, some of these, like, higher-end talents? Like, our, even our young talent isn't necessarily as, like, as good as, like, some of the higher-end young talents. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, it's just a really rough spot to be in. So, I think, like, if we blow it up, like, if we're going to tank, we really need to tank. And, like, we need to get, like, a high-end Top five level pick, you know what I mean? Yeah, something like that. I, I, I want to hold up the calls too. No, all good, <clears throat> all good, man. Yeah, I, I would love to have it, man. You know, I would love to have it. That's what Jeff Van Gundy said on the, on the Heat Rock broadcast. He's like, look, the second unit they play hard and they play with energy. Uh, they just can't. You just can't get consistent scoring out of them, and, and that's a deal. Now Zach Lowe on his podcast was saying that a lot of teams are calling for IQ. A lot of teams calling for quickly. Knicks are turning them down. So I thought I found that to be interesting. For me, I'd like to see IQ get an expanded role in this team. I know people saying he's not a point guard. He's not a point guard. I'm saying for right now, until we make moves, unless until a move is made, I would take a look at quickly at the point. I would look at quickly at the point. Like I said, move Grimes into the rotation. RJ, Randall, Mitch. That's how I would look at it. Give you some youth, give you some energy, give you some three-point shooting, even though quickly three-point shooting has gone down. I think he's, he's taking a little bit of a step in terms of a facilitator. But his shooting has definitely gone down. I think quickly misses Rose, for sure. The Rhyme Animal Chuck D, everybody throw a hashtag PE in the chat, says there's zero initiative for other teams to deliver a golden goose to us. Yeah, Fox is 200 miles per hour like a young John Wall. Yeah, mental health is crumbling the masses and permeated sports. I'm just watching. Shout out to the Rhyme Animal Chuck D. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, 
there's just very little my point is that with that we do well right now. And and Marlon Small in the chat says, yeah, the defense is coming around. Defense is coming around. Last year was borderline elite. You know, last year was borderline elite when you look at the numbers and you just watch the game. But this year with the offense dragging and the defense having uh, those gaps, it's hard to be a good team. They are what they are right now. Mr. D-Man222, five-out super chest is trade Evan Fournier, Kemba, and Nerland's Noel for John Wall. The Knicks free up those contracts and have Wall for two seasons. Oh, why not, why not just go Westbrook? You get Westbrook for what? One? How many years left on uh, Westbrook's deal? You're going to go the Wall route. Might as well bring, bring in uh, Westbrook in here. Let's, let's see. Um, I think Westbrook's got about two more left. Let's see, five years. Westbrook has two more. So same as Wall. West, West, Westbrook has two more. 44, 47. Pick your poison. Pick your poison. If Houston's re- willing to, uh, to to pony up a pick unprotected, hey, still, still gross. <laughs> still gross. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> Joe Rice. What do you people think, John? John Wall is everybody loves Wall, man. He's this year's Boogie Cousins. Remember last year, everybody's like, "Go get Boogie Cousins." People just love names, man. You know, people just love names. Yeah, sorry, Westbrook. He's he's got this year and next year. Well, yeah, every, everybody's on that John Wall train, man. Ricardo Rogers says Jordan Clarkson. Of course I take Jordan Clarkson on this team. Is he on the trading block? Well, other reports have come out that Donovan Mitchell is, you know, a lot of a lot of guys are pushing Mitchell to the Knicks. He's gonna be the next guy that that, that the Ruben Mill starts pushing to New York. Depending on playoff performance, they say Spider could be coming home. I would love to see it. But why would the Utah Jazz be trading Jordan Clarkson? When they they need him during their playoff push, six man of the year. I would love to get Jordan Clarkson on here, man. He stepped this game up tremendously. Kids a talent. Jeremy Grant. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the the names is just lackluster, man. CEO Santana says CEO uh, CP Trip Walls a Hooper when healthy. When healthy is a big asterisk, man. Leave John Wall alone. John Wall has done nothing in this league. Nothing but be injured. Give me a break, man. Give me a break, man. Please don't try to sell me on John Wall, man. When healthy. Sorry, man. I'm, 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 not, I'm not gonna. We're not buying that tonight. They, they, you don't see me beating down that door. I'm good. I'll, I'll be A-OK. I'll sleep well at night if the Knicks don't go get John Wall. Well, good luck to him. Uh, on the Discord, we go Josh B. Josh B, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, CP? Just wanted to quickly, quickly check in, man. I was just t- uh, tuning into the show, watching everything. And mm-hmm. I heard you talking about De'Aaron Fox and, you mm-hmm. know, sharing some of the opinions that uh, some people say about him not really being the winner, struggling mm-hmm. with, under, with shooting. But, hey, man, I'm, I mean, I just wanted to go ahead and share my opinion. I'm fully willing to, like, you know, say if we can flip Julius Randle, somehow get De'Aaron Fox here, man. I'm willing to go ahead and bring him in, even though he can't shoot. Mm-hmm. Struggles on defense, the rim pressure, man. Yeah, that's something that this team is is really lacking of. And, no question. I mean, I feel like bringing a guy like that in there is really can help. You know, him and RJ, you know, doing the, the two man thing or whatever we plan on doing. And I think yeah. it'll work. But if you if you, you give know, me Fox, pretty, but Julius I feel like it'll be better go. than what we got going on right now. Yeah, if you give me Fox, and, and I love I love Fox. And he's as a young. Prospect. He's twenty four, I think. Yeah, I, I love Fox as a prospect uh, coming in. Coming out of Kentucky, I was a big Fox fan. I was hoping the Knicks would have had a shot to get him in that draft. That they, they were nowhere near him. But if you bring in Fox in, Julius got to go. That that's all I'm For saying. Sure. You know. But yeah, man, the, the, you know the rim pressure is definitely something that you like that you have to uh, admire about him because it's been so ghastly on this team for years. You know, people people saw that one move Cam Reddish put on people and was ready to put him in an All Star game. 
Yeah, man. We haven't seen anybody <laughs> blow by anybody in a while, man. In a long so, time, bro. In a yeah, long time. I'm open time, to it, but I, I'm going to keep listening. But you have a great one, man. Yeah, no, no doubt about it, man. Appreciate the call, bro. Appreciate the call. Uh, Fredo on the Discord. Fredo, go ahead and I'll meet your mic, bro. CP, as always, thanks for taking my call. What's good, man? What's good, man? Uh, I mean, we, everybody's asking who's going to be the one to go. I think all these vets need to go, man. Kemba, mm. Ta- Kemba Taj, uh, Rose. It's nothing against them personally. Evan, it's Burks. They all got to go, man. It's not, it's not even a personal thing. It's just that it's not working, and they, they need to be put in positions where at least they can potentially contend. My only worry, and I've said this so many times, I hate to even repeat it, but my only worry about trading Randall is like if we trade Randall for Fox, for example, it's going to put us, I feel, right back in the same position that we're in where we're still a player away, you know? And like that, that's my concern. Like the players that I want to see the Knicks get, it's such a long shot Mitchell, uh, SGA, Murray. Yeah. It, it's just so hard to get. And I'd rather see the Knicks kind of trade the house for them and somehow try to keep Randall through his struggles just so that we have a third option on this team. Let RJ and somebody else be the first and second option. But if we get rid of Randall, then we're kind of leaving RJ out on that island, you know? And I, I'm kind of torn. I'm really torn. Uh, you know, I know Randall has been struggling. It's a bad time to uh, buy stock in Randall, but I just see it going really bad if we get rid of him, you know? So, uh I don't know. I just don't know why we're giving up CP uh, a year and a half into a five year rebuild. Well, why are we giving up? It's, it's not to say they. It's not to say it's giving up. But basically, what you're hearing today is that all options are on the table, and that's how they should be operating. If, if as Ian said, if there's a deal that they feel like can help them, then even Julius can go. And I agree with that. I think you're right. I think you're right. It's just that, like I said, I'm nervous because I see us being close to becoming a legitimate playoff team, but it's it's like we're giving it away over emotions, you know, in a way, because like, we're upset at him, rightfully so. Yeah. But I don't, I just, I, I just, I hate to make a mistake like this, you know, but I guess we're going to have to let it play out, man. Thanks for taking the call. Appreciate it, man. You just got to let it play out, man. The thing is, is that, yo, he's so checked out. Mentally. That you're almost thinking is, is a change of scenery good for both parties, man. That's the thing. His leadership is non-existent. His effort is non-existent. Forget about the numbers. Forget about the basketball. You paying this guy to lead. You're, playing, you're paying him to lead on the court. And he's fried. You just heard a report from Roz Gold what he told her. How, how this is, is wearing on him mentally. Now, are there things that, that, you know, can be done right now to help him? I think so. I think the starting lineup needs a shakeup. The starting lineup needs a shakeup. The starting lineup needs a shakeup. The rotations need to be crisp. And we, we need an offensive scheme. We need an offensive coordinator as well. Maybe it's a personnel issue. It's not to say he doesn't have talent, but I think the position that they're putting him in right now, he's destined to fail. And now he's wearing it on his head. This is the heaviest jersey in the league, man. Heaviest jersey in the league. I did feel like Fournier's comments after yesterday's debacle was, was kind of interesting. Here's what he said. Um, here's what he said after the game. My point is that we have to, to adapt. To what, to what the teams are doing, you know. Um, when we had that that good stretch, we were playing, uh, you know, a certain way because of, you know, the, the you know the guys in front of us were doing something similar, you know, every time. And when we play a team that does things differently, then we have to be able to adjust. Like you know what I mean. So if 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 they take away what 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 you know we we do well, then you know. You have to do something else, and you have to be okay with that. And you know, you have to create opportunities, and et cetera, et cetera. And you know, you have to, you know, let let, let the game come to you, and uh, 
and yeah, we, we 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 just have to be able to adapt. I think that's that's the key for us offensively when we're struggling like that. Because I mean, we have the weapons. Let's be honest. Like you know, we we have guys that, that can score. It's it's, 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 it's like it shouldn't be a problem for us. Uh, if I mean, if you just ask me, uh, you know, it's just my opinion. But when, you know, when, when you play against a team that's going to switch, you know, you can't control what what the team in front of you is, is going to do. I mean, if they're going to switch, they're going to switch. You know, you, you can't just force them to not switch. It's just impossible. So, you know. You, Try, try to like use it to your advantage. I think the the dangerous things with like switching, uh, especially when you have Bam, who's a very good de defender for a center, is, is to just you know back up and try to play him one on one as soon as you have the switch. That's really the dangerous thing. Um, you know, if you ask me, I would just you know get you know to the pick and roll with you know the one or who, who whoever's you know the smallest guard is guarding the ball. Yeah. Put him in that pick and roll. Make sure they switch. You know, hit the hit the wing, and you know, try to play flash game with you know the you know the big inside. Uh, All right, so you know, basically, Fournier is talking about adjustments, man. I think he's talking to Tibbs and the coaching staff. Now he himself has to play better. You know, he says, "Let the game come to you." He's got to do that. Julius has to do that. But adjustments, in-game X's and O's, in-game strategy. From a fan perspective, we see it. Doesn't seem to be there. Doesn't seem to be any creativity in the offense. We're last in the league in cutting. We don't move without the ball. So you playing right into a, a, a team like the Miami Heat hands, an aggressive style defense that punked us yesterday. Adjustments. So Fournier's talking to Tibbs, man. I like Fournier. You know, somebody in the chat was asking, you know, what I thought about Fournier. I like Fournier. I put him on the bench, though. I, I keep it a buck. I, I'll put him on the bench. I feel like he'll be much better against second-unit players. I think he's going up against absolute dogs and, and, and raw athletes on, on starting units across the league, and, and they're crushing him right now. Blowing right past him. Be more aggressive than him. I think he'd be better off coming off the bench going up against second units and letting it fly off there. And I think he could help this team by doing that. But he's talking to Tibbs, man. Talking to Tibbs. DP in the chat says, we don't cut or run screens. Our offense is trash since last year. Well, they run a ton of screens. That's how RJ gets his looks. They run that pistol action for RJ, but they don't, they don't really run um, off, off ball, which is, I believe, what you're saying. And, and that's true. So, there that is. Jordan Poole. Jordan, there's no chance we get Jordan Poole. Golden State's keeping Jordan Poole and winning the championship with him. You know what I'm saying? But either way, man, that was the trade rumor reports. Now, tomorrow night is a 10 p.m. start. Knicks versus, uh, Knicks versus the Bucks. So, we're going to do a West Coast watch along. So, we'll watch the game together. We'll take more of your phone calls on the trade deadline. And uh, yeah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll get it cracking. We'll, we'll definitely get it cracking. So to everybody that came through, let me shout out the rest of the Super Chats that came through. Appreciate everybody's uh, support tonight. Over 2,000 people, man. Let's get those likes up. Let's get up to 2,000 likes before you guys get out of here, man. Hit that like button. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. CP the Franchise here on a solo dolo. Knicks Fan TV, number one show for the fans by the fans. Definitely appreciate everybody for coming out. Let me shout out Devon Cerna. Says everyone wanted Porzingis gone and he wasn't bad with the fans. Randall gave up on us and the team. He's done here. Robert McFall says this team went south after Mike Woodson left last year. We need an offensive assistant coach that can help out. GQ says this is what happens when you mix business with pleasure. Mr. Demon 222 says uh, trade Evan Fournier. Oh, I, I got that one. He's a John Wall guy. Luis Sanchez says how about Julius for Simmons? Maybe we have to add Kemba. You're going to have to add a whole lot more than that. You're going to have to add a whole lot more than that, Louis. You know. But but uh but I hear you on the 2K trade, man. I honestly think the Simmons for Harden trade is gonna get done in the summertime. That's just my opinion. I think that's gonna be the trade, the blockbuster. I think both teams are gonna benefit from it, but I don't see us uh jumping in on that Ben Simmons thing. Maybe, maybe if that maybe if the Harden thing falls out, who knows, summertime, but 
I don't see it right now. Don't see it right now. Russell Whiskey says Fox Randall makes sense for the Knicks. Neither is worth their contracts, but at least Fox is at a point guard. Let's see what KP and Johnny Bryant can do. Mont Blanc Nolan says, how about Fox and Heald for Julius and Fournier throw in Burks while we at it? <laughs> Free it up, and I don't know if the money makes sense. I would have to check in on that. That seems like a lot of that seems like a lot of money going out from our side. But um, I don't recall Sacramento's deal with Buddy Heald. Amid Belfort says, I would trade Rose and Gibson and force Tibbs to become a real coach. <laughs> uh, Big Reaper says, once Rose comes back, coach is going to play in 40 minutes. True Story Jay says, bro, I told you, but you swear up and down they wouldn't. Uh, Tibbs lost a team. This is Minnesota part two. Well, they haven't made any trades yet, but the reporters had every all options on the tape. You know, nobody's untouchable except for RJ Broadway Barrett. Marcel Garcia says, um, oh, I got that one already. Okay. So that was that, Ryan Animal. Chuck D, definitely appreciate you, man. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys one more time. Remember that this show is sponsored by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com and the promo code KFTV for 20% off free plus free shipping. Also, prize picks. Play your prize picks tomorrow night before tomorrow night's Knicks versus uh, Bucks game. Go to prizepicks.com. Sign up. Promo code KFTV for a 100% match on your deposit of up to $100. Don't forget our newest sponsor, HelloFresh. You can go to HelloFresh.com and to promo code NYXTV16 for up to 16 free meals and three gifts. I just got my HelloFresh package in the mail today. Three meals. About to get a crack in this weekend during the snowstorm. So I'm set. Shout out to HelloFresh. For taking care of us and remember that these shows are available in audio podcast format all the major podcast platforms so you don't have to miss it shout out to the replay gang check out the interview with chris herring we got we got content galore on nicks fan tv man just click on the videos tab on youtube and lock in we got playlists set up for everybody whatever your interests are hit play all and just lock in man number one show for the fans by the fans the best or nothing cp the franchise whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.